Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Get ready to laugh with comedian J.B. Smoove. Plus, we're going behind the scenes of New York Fashion Week with Sergio Hudson. And tell us how you really feel, Jennifer Coolidge, what the actress is saying about not appearing in season three of The White Lotus. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. The 16th, and we are so happy to see you. I like your outfit. No, I like yours. I like yours. I prefer yours. No, I we're we like wearing, both of ours. We're we wearing Sergio Hudson. This is his design. Because we are profiling him in this show. Yes. And we also went out late and hung out with him. It was very cool because this is like, he's such an incredible designer. And um, he, it's he's kind of taken the fashion world by storm. Yes. Anyway, we're, we can't wait. He's going to be here it. later. Yeah, this we're morning. excited. We're excited. All right. um, okay, we are excited about season three of White Lotus. Yeah, and you know this if you're a fan. This magnificent human being, Jennifer Coolidge, will not be there as we know because she was killed. I can't believe you just dropped that bomb without <laughs> any sort of spoiler she alert. She starred in seasons one and two. Yes, she won she two Emmys. She won a Golden Globe. Yes. She, this was her, like, this was her resurgence, yes. wasn't it? Yes. This show was special. Like, we've loved her in so many things, but this show was when she was like, here I am again. Well, and the show is so wildly popular. And for any of y'all that watched it, she stole the stole show. It. She stole it. But so she spoke exclusively with Today.com about the possibility of being a part of season three. And she said this. What? I'm jealous of everyone that's going. I just want to stress, I am not a good sport about it. But there's <laughs> nothing I can do. When they kill you, you have to accept it. <laughs> it's very funny. And it goes on to say, because it means they're not calling you for your costume sizes or <laughs> anything. It's over. I have to get another thing. I have to make another thing happen, I guess. Which she's going to, believe By the me. way, can't they bring her back as like a ghost or a... I th- you know what? I'm sure they were else? thinking about it. Because she was such a also, huge part. Also, we kind of thought she died, but, but it was left knows? open to, like, she could have. But she said they're not asking her for her uh, measurements so it's for the new outfits. When it's over, it's Is over. It, sometimes, you know what? Here's what I think life is about beginnings and endings. Mm-hmm. How you start and mm-hmm. how you end. A lot of things, relationships included, other things die on the vine. It's like a slow death. It's mm-hmm. not, but I do think you should be marking moments. Like yes. I think it's important to say I started here and this was what a great ride that was for her yeah. in that moment. And look, it's always bittersweet because then you look back and go, you kind of have an ouch. Oh, there it is. Season yes. three. I remember when I left New Orleans, this sounds weird, but I had a love affair with New yes. Orleans. Love, love, yes. love. The very first Mardi Gras I was in New York, mm. I felt my heart literally breaking. Yes. I was like, this is what another kind of heartbreak I've never felt. Did you felt. mope around? Yeah. Because I've, I've never seen you mope. Well, I was. <laughs> what was it like? What's it, what's it like when you mope? I was Do you really, just eat kind of in was, secret? <laughs> 
No, I mean, I'm serious. What is it like when you're... I just feel blue. I'm like, I I, I think I over-pretend yeah, the other totally. way. I like go the other you're extreme. You're not, nobody else would know you were mopey yeah, at you. Yeah, but it's what, but it is painful when you've loved something yes. so much and then all of a sudden the thing isn't yours anymore. But you're, it is, but it isn't. And you're living through the nostalgia. Yes. And you're, you're watching it. You're like, oh my God, I was there last year. That was part of my life and yeah. a big part. But I do think, I think that that there's no growth if when you stop, you know, that it's, it's like you need another place to sprout yes. up. Yeah. I mean, the hard She's thing be, about, the hard thing about for, for Jake yeah. Co. Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge yeah. is that they're going to be in Thailand and there's going to be pictures in that fancy resort. Patrick Schwarzenegger is going to be there. Patrick too. Schwarzenegger yeah. is going to be. They're all going to be taking pictures. They're like, going to have some. They say the it's pool. like a vacation with work in it. Yeah, that's it's not. And she knows. Why are we doing that? Okay, sorry. Okay. We shouldn't have done that. We're sorry. Um, okay, I like this one. There's yeah. a new article in the New York Times. It's called "When the Breakup Ruined Your Favorite Restaurant," <laughs> and it's all about when you get broken up with or whatever oh, in your favorite restaurant, and you don't want to go there well, anymore. See, I will take it a little bit more nuanced than that. But wait, let's just. Focus on that for one okay. second. Have you ever been dumped in a restaurant? No. Have you ever dumped someone in a restaurant? No. I think it's people say do it in public so it's not so crazy, but I don't agree. No, I think that's you should so break, mean because they, you're right. Then you can never go to Chili's again. <laughs> <laughs> like that queso that used to be delicious reminds you of oh, heartbreak and yes, tears. All you remember is being there. Yes. But yes. I so okay. I don't yeah. like the public breakup, but also what about like when you have a date spot? Where you always went. Yes. Your restaurant. It was your place. Your place. Houston's. I love Houston. I love Houston. You, you can't go back to Houston? No, but I, but I did, does remind me of somebody. I'm yes. over it now because <laughs> 20 years. But, but you know, the, for a minute, I couldn't eat that spinach artichoke dip without a little pang in the heart. I know. There is, because you remember having intimate conversations, yes. shared moments, like you're sitting in those same, you know, the table. Yes. That was our table. Yes. Have, there, have you ever yeah, stopped? I've had that. Okay. Flex muscles. Yeah. I used to go all the time. And it's a great place, by the way. They have, del- like, all the... The muscles are crazy good. I know. Dunk the bread in the sauce. Yeah. And they have the, wait, warm donuts filled with Ooh, like chocolate? caramel or chocolate. Ooh. And they're like that big. You haven't been back in a while. No, you used no. to go all the time. All the time. I remember that. Okay. We are so excited, y'all. Yep. We are going to announce something really cool here happening all week. Mm-hmm. Next week, right? Mm-hmm. All week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell what we're announcing? Yeah. Okay. So we're having, we've got, you know, our segment, Choose the Look. Yes. And then that's when you guys help us pick outfits. But now we're introducing something different. It's called Design the Look. So we are so excited because over the past few months, we have joined forces with the Fashion Institute of Technology and connected with some of the most amazing up-and-coming designers from around the world. And this is crazy, but each day next week, they're going to make custom outfits for us. These are people who are going to be famous one day. They're now at FIT working. Yes. And so they came in, got our measurements, and they said, we're going to design something for you. We're going to choose. Nobody has ever done that We've for us. We've never had it. And these are young up-and-comers, and we're going to talk about them later in their life when they become big and famous. Totally. And we'll remember that they made us an outfit. So they're going to be in the studio with yep. us. A different designer will have a different look mm-hmm. every day next week. They're going to be here next week. It all kicks off Monday. Mm-hmm. So tune in to see what we'll be wearing. I can't wait. That's Y'all don't be even so have to fun. vote. All no, the pressure is off. No, it's already done. You don't have to say fire your stylist. When, <laughs> we're the stylist. <laughs> All right, coming up next, your friend complains about money, but she always is wearing expensive clothes. Should you say something? Mm, that's a good one. We're going to hash out girl code right after this. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's time to help out some of our viewers in a segment we like to call Girl Code. Okay, here's the first one. Mm -hmm. My friend is terrible with money. She's always complaining about being broke, but then she shows up in the most expensive Mm. clothing. Should I call her out? Oh, gosh. No. That ain't your business. What she does with her money ain't your business, unless it's somehow she's like, I can't pay for dinner. And you're always treating. Unless it's invading on your If you're always treating and she's showing up in brand new clothes. That's frustrating. That's annoying. Yeah. We didn't hear that from her. We didn't hear that. All we heard was she's always complaining and then she wears new clothes. Look, you know what? She's on her trip and you're on your trip. Yeah. You can love your friend. Yes. And you could say, girl, you know, look, I love you and I feel like you're always feeling like you're shorthanded. But you love the finer things. So. So what? What up? So what? Because that ain't her business. It's not your business. That ain't her business. And plus, you already know your friend. She's been like that since you met her. Yeah. Like, that's who she is. We got to just let her be. Don't act like you didn't know. Because you knew all along. Totally. Now, if she starts, you know, shorting the change on the bill, you can say, hey. Yeah, that's not cool. We need to split. Yeah, we need to split it. Okay. Okay. Next. My friend invited me to her boyfriend's stand-up comedy show. It was horrible. <laughs> she asked what I thought. Should I tell the truth? No. Nah. Nope. We say the truth you should use most of the time. This is one of the times you just keep your mouth but shut. But here's the funny thing. Your sense of humor right. may not be... His sense of humor. Yes. So, like, some people like a, a movie and they're like, that was hilarious. I'm like, I didn't think it was so funny. Yeah. But a lot of people did. Yes. So, you weighing in and putting your thumb on the scale on her boyfriend's passion, which is, you know, stand his up. reason for living, which yeah. is stand up. <laughs> I wouldn't say a word. Yeah. Also, you know, when she asked what you think, she's also wondering, was the evening fun? Did we have a great time together? Yeah. Just say Two thumbs Just up. Just say, you know what? Thumb Great. it up. And also, if you're in the audience and the place is laughing, you know, because she knows if it was a bomb. Yeah. She doesn't need you to say, no, I know. you know what? And it maybe was. she's asking you because she knows it's a bomb. Yeah. But you don't need to be the no. judge, Judy. You, and you she don't. already saw people not clapping and staring. Mm-hmm. That, she already saw that. Yeah. Mouth open. Yeah. A ga- gaping mouth. <laughs> Go ahead. Ew. Sorry. Okay, next one. Cool. Finally, my friend asked to set her up with my other friend. I don't think they'd be a good match. Oh, can I say no? That's interesting. I want to hear. This is actually a very good question for you. 
So you have two friends and you know that they're kind of opposite, but they, she wants to be set up with him anyway. And you know, because you know them both very well. Here's what I want to say. Mm. You don't know anything till they actually go out. Thank you, Meredith. You don't know anything because here's the deal. It isn't really up to you to decide. You know, it's like I set people up and I, I think they could be good. They're around the same age. They like the same things. But that doesn't mean anything until right. the two people are sitting at the table. It's yeah. really up to them to decide. So and you should make the introduction. I say and always make the introduction okay. because guess what? If you get three setups, according to the Ju- Juda- Judaism faith, you're going you to go, heaven. Judaism faith, the you're Jewish going, faith, you go straight to, he- to heaven. So how so many do you have? I have one. one and a half. What's the half? Well, one in the process. Okay. And so I need one and a half more. Okay. And I'm going straight to heaven. But I do like your, I like your, yeah, I like that because you don't really know. Also, love, love should be in the air at any time. If it works, great. If they don't like each other, they'll go on one date. You've only made the introduction. It's not your response. Your only job is to set it up. After that, you're You're away. You're out. That's it. Remember, I'm out. Okay, great. If you have a girl code dilemma, tell us about it at hodaandjenna.com. Just hit the connect button. Coming up next, one of the hilarious stars of Curb Your Enthusiasm, J.B. Smoove, right after this. There are many reasons to love Curb Your Enthusiasm, but one of them is sitting right here, the hilarious (laughs) Emmy-winning actor and comedian, J.B. Smooth. He's been making us laugh since he first appeared on that show in 2007. And sadly, according to some sources, like Larry David, we're getting ready to say goodbye to his character and the series, his character Leon Black, as the series uh, ends its final season. So wait, JB, oh, we had Larry David it. on and he said it was over. This is it. Do I, you believe him? I, I don't believe him. Not that I don't believe him. I just don't trust Larry. <laughs> you know, things change all the time. You get home, you forget what it felt like being at home. Yeah. While other things are going on in the world, you know. And Larry can't help himself. He's got to say something. Wait, I have to ask you something because Larry was on this program, and I don't yeah. know if you saw this, but he manhandled Elmo. I saw that. Did you see what he did? I, I did see that. And what did you think uh, in that kids moment? All over the I country were a little weepy. I, I felt bad. I felt really bad. For no, Elmo? No, I felt bad for Elmo because no. I can imagine if it was maybe Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> maybe it was one of those days on Trash Day and they had a dispute and they went back and forth with each other. You know, maybe Larry didn't separate his recyclables. I don't know. Something like that. And they got into it a little bit. Maybe yeah. maybe a push and a shove back and forth, maybe. But, but Elmo, come on, Larry. No, I know. Larry did apologize, did you talk, did, sort of. Did you, sort of, did, sort of. Have you spoken to him since that incident and said, Larry, keep your hands off Elmo? Or we you? did talk about it. And, and Larry did say those ladies may bring up the Elmo. The Elmo incident was critical. And he said he was sorry, but then he was laughing about it on all the late night shows. Yeah, he said he was sorry. He he said, but he'd do it again, he He, said. You know what? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, See, we don't know how Larry David, we haven't seen Larry David as a child. So he probably had like the same size, like smaller, but the same face. He looked exactly the same. the same. Okay, you guys have such incredible chemistry. Yeah. Oh my you gosh. actually said you feel like you've known him your entire life. Mm-hmm. I, I think you prepare yourself for things 
um, and somehow your your path ends up where it's supposed to be mm. at sometimes. Um, the first thing I ever did was take an improv class before I started doing stand-up, and I was at the old improv comedy club on, I believe it was 44th and 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first time um, realizing that I wanted to do something in this comedy world. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to find out who, who I was going to be on stage. So I took the improv class just to get loose and figure yeah, it out you know, and be able to work in the moment and um, and capitalize on uh, what it took to be a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that I would end up on Kirby Enthusiasm. Well, taking a class is cool yeah. and knowing what you love, but there's yeah. something else that had to have happened. Yeah. Did you manifest it? We heard My you. Wife did. My we wife did. Yeah. My wife did. My wife did. She actually told me I would be on that show one day. We were watching the show and we were laughing and I said, I would love to be on this show one day. And, and she said, she said, you're going to be on that show one day. She she saw said, it. I can see you and Larry together. And I said, wow. I said, that's deep. And, and uh, then the rest. And then how did it happen? And the rest yeah. is just history. Just going in for an audition. You know, um, a buddy. Like, it took like four things happened. Yeah. One, my wife told me I was going to be on the show. Two, SNL didn't renew my contract for my fourth season as a writer on the show. Um, a buddy of mine passed away, mm. and, and you know, and I had to go to LA for a memorial service. And, and also, I I got rid of an old agent mm-hmm. and hired a new agent. Change, mm-hmm. yeah, like, change. I mean, not even a not even a month apart, and all this stuff kind of came at one time. If if even one thing was out of order, mm-hmm. it changes everything. Well, you're doing something right in a lot of things. Your relationship has <laughs> You've been, been married oh for 16 years. Oh, yeah. How do you guys keep it fresh after 16 years? No, we do. We, we always keep the boyfriend-girlfriend dynamic. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's always this courting thing that we have with each other. Huh. Surprises and all that kind of cool stuff. And it keeps things romantically beautiful. And, and also, she changes hairdos. <laughs> All the time. Like, she has at least five different styles that she goes through. Anytime I come home, I'm with my new girlfriend. Keep I got, it fresh. I got like five girlfriends. <laughs> she got one from London named Sharae. Sharae. Oh, I love it. I come home and Sharae the is there. She got the accent? Got the little accent. Oh, yeah, she got the accent down and everything. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, oh, okay. Sharae flew in town for the weekend. Okay. <laughs> Sharae is here. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. No, I love it. And I think that keeps it fun. Keeps it fresh. Okay, wait. Before you go, yeah. we have to we have to t- get your take because oh. you're hilarious. Okay. On the latest in pop culture. First one, Usher just performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. I saw okay, it. okay. After his performance, he immediately went and got married. Oh, man. What, what do you think? I, I could tell. He was in <laughs> He was in love and, and bliss. He was on stage. He was glowing. This man was performing, giving it up for his audience. But then it shrinks down to one person. Oh, How amazing is that? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. You're right. It's yeah. like performing for millions, and then now it's Gave yourself to everybody yes, the two in of them. I love it. All right, so Beyonce announced okay. that she's got a country, song country album coming out. Yeah, Are it. you thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, I'm all thumbs up. I've been, walk- look, I've been wearing the Western style for years. I do think the Western style is here, and I think as an artist, you got to always keep turning that page. Yeah, just like your wife cool. does. Yeah. Something fresh. Something fresh. Would you do a western? I've been. You see this mustache I have on my face right now. I've been. I've been growing this stash just so I can be in a western one day. So all you producers and directors out there, I'm ready to. <laughs> Don't even think about it. I'm ready. I'm ready to do my action wow. debut, and you know I'm have to produce myself because you know we just started our production company. Awesome. Side, it's called Alternate Side. Alternate um, Side. Based I on like the that. Alternate Side parking regulations here in New York City. <laughs> I got a lot of tickets, so now I write my own damn tickets now. See, so 
alternate it's called side. alternate side, and uh, we put, we're producing everything. Um, I'm normally going to do a Western one day. You okay. got to do a Western. We're, we're so happy for oh my you, gosh. JB. You can yeah. catch the final season of Curb Sunday nights Ooh. on HBO and streaming. <laughs> it's not the final, though. It's not. I don't nah. trust that guy. Okay, wait, don't trust him either. <laughs> After what he did to Elmo, we don't Elmo? Come, <laughs> Coming up next, y'all, he's dressed everyone from Hollywood, Hollywood stars to First Lady. We get to hit New York Fashion Week and take you behind the scenes with designer Sergio Hudson right after this. <laughs> Thank you. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Sergio Hudson's designs have been worn by some of the most influential women in the world, Michelle Obama, Beyonce, Rihanna, Jennifer Lopez. And the designer just debuted his fall 24 ready-to-wear collection at New York Fashion Week. Yeah, and guess who was there? We were, all thanks to the two powerhouses behind this popular brand, Sergio and his business partner, Inga Beckham. We'll chat with them in a moment, but first, let's check out their story. They're an unlikely pair. Sergio Hudson is a fashion designer from South Carolina. Inga Beckham is a former Los Angeles real estate agent. And together, they are behind some of fashion's most iconic moments. It all started with a business meeting eight years ago. He was just very intentional about who he was and what he wanted to do. And it just made me feel like I really wanted to be involved with him and help him. The world really needed to see his talent. Let's go back to that four-year-old little boy playing paper dolls. You knew then that this is what you wanted your future to look like. My parents never made me feel like I was weird or different. But now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, I was different. Mm -hmm. Because when I first saw like that you could be somebody who made clothes for women and made them look pretty as a little child, I knew that's exactly what I wanted to do. Your mom was your first muse. Just watching her get ready and it was an event. Like, it was hair, makeup. Like, she was going to a red carpet event anytime she did anything. In addition to watching his mom, Sergio also noticed what was and what was not acceptable around him. My parents never told me, you can't be gay, that's wrong, that's terrible. Mm -mm. You know, I just saw that it wasn't good to be gay and... I was like, okay, I don't want to be that. And I'm just a very determined person. Sergio got married and had two children with his wife. It wasn't until his 30s that he decided to reveal his true self. How did that change things for you? I got to breathe and really be alone. And I'm happy that it happened the way it did, to be honest. And your own time. I have a beautiful husband and we have a beautiful, like, blended family. So I don't have any regrets in that way. Building a successful fashion business is tough. 
and Sergio and Inga face some bumpy times until this moment. Mrs. Obama coming down those stairs on Inauguration <laughs> Day. I literally fell to my knees and started crying because I just was like, this is huge. Yeah. It yeah. was like a historic moment. And since you guys have started, the vice president, Kiki Palmer, all of these incredible women who wear you proudly. Yet this mother of five remains humble. What do you hope your kids see in you? I hope they see perseverance. I often say that I really just want my kids to be proud. I always get all emotional, sorry. But it's the truth. Your clothes are all about making women feel good. They're kind of like capes that women put on. What do you hope that you're creating? I personally have such an affection for women. I feel like women are the gift to the earth. I want to be someone to assist those gifts in going about helping the earth be better. And their next big challenge, Fashion Week in New York City. Okay, well, we are really excited because Hoda's gonna stay out past 7.30 p.m. <laughs> but we'll make sure we start on time. <laughs> Yeah, because we got to get America's sweetheart into her bed. But what can we expect? I say this every season. This is the best work I've done yet. This collection has been a serious labor of love. Before I left them to their work, they were kind enough to style me ahead of the big show. Oh. We're backstage. Wait, there's a lot happening. I have a corset She's on. wearing a corset. Can she can't it? breathe, but it's worth it. Sergio! How are you? I feel like a million bucks okay, because good. of <laughs> you. <laughs> you look great. So fun. We had so much fun, Sergio and Inga. Thank you for being here. Okay, so Sergio, you're done. You're probably exhausted. How do you feel like it went the other night? Um, it went amazing. I mean, of course, I have critiques on myself, yeah. <laughs> but you know, all in all, the team really rallied together. Everyone worked really hard to make you know my vision come to life and that I'm, I don't take that for granted. Mm. So it was definitely, if it wasn't for everybody that was involved, none of that could have happened for sure. Mm -mm. It was. We were bubbling over with excitement, but no one was more bubbly than Inga. You're like <laughs> proud mama. You were watching. I just saw you. It was like you were watching this beautiful birth. Like mm. here comes another beautiful, beautiful rendition of these clothes. What was it like for you witnessing this? Um, it always does feel like that. Yeah. It feels like when I watch, you know, one of my children walk across oh. the stage graduating from the university, you know, oh. something like that. It just I'm behind the scenes watching it work. And when that happens, it's like ah. it worked. I, I love y'all's partnership. Mm -hmm. you, you both said to me that this is a you both made a commitment to each other. Mm -hmm. This is a work marriage that you take very seriously. Mm -hmm. And talk about how that keeps y'all going, mm -hmm. both of you. I think commitment for me, when I decided to go into business, you know, I think I told you this. Yeah. You know, my brand has been living inside of me since I was four years old. Yeah. And I started it by myself. So for me to bring someone in, it was like, 
you know, you marrying someone and bringing mm -hmm. them into your children's life. Mm -hmm. And you have to either do that fully or not yeah. do it at all. And I felt like, you know, when we entered that union, it was, you know, let's do this for real. Let's try our best and let's be dedicated to each other and dedicated to, at the end of the day, making our families legacy live on. Mm -hmm. What makes this brand is so unique in so many ways. It's they're beautiful clothes. You own a suit. Yes. I, I interviewed Michelle Obama in one of your suits and it was such a, it was just such a, a beautiful moment. But what is it about the clothes that when people look at it, it makes it stand out. It makes it different. I'm going to ask Inga first. I think, I think the clothes, because of the, the tailoring mm -hmm. and the bold colors, and I think when people, when they do find out about Sergio Hudson, if they do any research, they know that Sergio tailors the clothing yeah. to women yeah. and how they want to look. You know, you respect what you can tell by yes. the way the clothes yes. fit, right? Yes. And yes. the way it Well, it's look like powerful. wearing a cape. Yeah, you, want, you, you want women to feel their best. Yeah, yeah I want women to feel like who they are to me, like superheroes, you know, <laughs> magical, you know, creatures that like birth the earth. Like, I don't think yeah. that really like people don't, don't realize none of us would be here without a woman birthing us into the earth. So yeah. I feel like I am honored to dress these beautiful creatures. Oh. We love you guys. That was so much fun. Thank you for having us. I love us. staying out past 730. <laughs> that was Is wild. this a new trend for you? It could. Well, there's a, when there's a Sergio show. There you go. <laughs> That's All right. Inga right. and Sergio, we're so inspired by both of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank All you. right. Coming up next, The Bachelor's Colton Underwood will He's be here. He's got some big news to share with us after this. Three years ago, former football player turned Bachelor star Colton Underwood made news when he revealed he was gay. Today, he is married and says he is the happiest and the healthiest he has ever been. Yeah, and we're so happy because Colton is here exclusively to share some big news with us. Hi. Hi. Colton, how we're are so you? happy to see you. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you and guys. And it's so, it's so awesome to see you yeah. like this because it feels like telling your truth mm -hmm. has yeah. made you glow yeah. has made you like yeah. turned you into like who a you, glow up yeah oh. who you're really supposed to be thank you yeah it's been a wild few years and I mean, you said it, I'm the happiest and healthiest and it's true and I'm living my truest and best life. You know, it is interesting because I think so many people ha are, have hidden secrets and they go through their life that way. Yeah. And you went through your life that way in addition to going on national TV and yeah. still holding that secret. So did, now that you've had time, I'm sure, to unpack it all and look back, yeah. did you say to your, did you wonder or figure out why you decided to so publicly um, go on a dating show knowing that you were gay. Yeah, there's been lots of therapy behind <laughs> yeah, this and yeah. a lot of unpacking. Yeah, I, I really believe that I could be, become straight. Yeah. I, I really believed, you know, growing up, you know, in a Catholic church and playing football at a young age and um, all of the pressures that came along with being straight and straight presenting and, and passing in that culture really weighed on me. Um, yeah. But I thought with The Bachelor, I was like, the further along I get in a relationship with a woman, I'll, I have to be straight. It's and that happen. was not the yeah. case. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think so many people watching may have kids who feel like they can't be themselves. Mm -hmm. Did yeah. your family support you um, when you finally said like, okay, this is who I am. Yeah, this, this is who me. I've always been. Yeah, they did. But, you know, to your point of like people holding secrets, you know, I did, you know, my grandma told me we had some, some gay men in our family too, that we never talked about. And yeah. I think like that was a sort of, I was like, 
you could have told me that a few that years would, ago. That yeah, would have helped. helped me. That yes. would have helped. Uh, they've been so supportive and so kind and sweet, and and it's it's definitely been good for me. I like how your dad said, how can I help you? Yeah. Like, yeah. tell me how I can make it easier when you're telling other people. That, to me, was so profound. Yeah, I think I had a lot of trust in my family yeah. before signing up for the, like, for yeah. saying yes to the Netflix show. Like, I was not going to put, you know, my family in that position, but... You know, people, it was a complete reshift for people Mm -hmm. and a lot of fans and the public, I think, from seeing me on my bachelor days to all of a sudden getting caught up and like, wait, he's gay? Like, Mm -hmm. and my family really supported me and really helped me. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have to talk about your marriage. Yes. Since we've seen you last, you've gotten married. I have. Um, He's the best. Talk to us about what married life is like. Um, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm so lucky. I'm so fortunate to have found Jordan. Uh, I was not looking for to jump right into a serious relationship after coming out. And then Mm -hmm. we met and I was like, Oh, this This is is it. it. (laughs) I was like, how like silly. I was like, I went on a dating show to date people. And then all of a sudden I run into you and I'm like, Oh, this is what it's supposed to be. This is why. And after a relationship like this often comes children and which leads us to one of the reasons that you came today. Tell us about it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited to announce I'm doing this new project and I'm letting people back into my life a little bit um, Mm -hmm. with some guardrails. (laughs) And I'm, I'm launching a new series called Daddyhood. Okay. And the spoiler alert is my husband and I on our, are on our path to parenthood. Oh, so, sweet. so we awesome. have been in the fertility journey for about two years now. And I, I told you off air, like mm-hmm. I was going back and forth. Do I want to do this? Do I not? Because it's so emotional and I've Ooh, publicly, right? Publicly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had already some fertility struggles yeah. and I just, you know, it's time we talk about this. And, and often women are mm-hmm. sort of the burden of the fertility conversation. And I was someone who I can pride myself on being healthy yeah. and I didn't have any sperm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's true because I do think, but even of late, women have started feeling comfortable breaking the stigma of infertility and talking yeah. about was issues. There, was there anyone you look toward? Like, I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking about Andy Cohen in this yeah. moment. Like, yeah. there are people who you look toward and say, like, when I was adopting, I remember thinking, who can I? And I saw Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And I was like, that's the person. Yes. Wow. Is there someone you look toward and thought, me too? There's only quite a few because, yeah. like, I get it. People want to remain a little private yeah. with their family journeys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Andy Cohen, Neil Patrick mm-hmm. Harris. There's there's a select Anderson. few. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper in, in the queer community that actually talk about their family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's exciting me about this. Is like, I mm-hmm. feel like I can let people back in a little bit mm-hmm. and also just help contribute to our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we are so excited for you. This is cool. Thank and you. we're wishing you yeah. and your husband so much. Thank you so much. Love Thank and so luck. Happy. Chloe. I, I know I you know. really are. It's you know, so interesting yeah. to see yeah. when somebody's living how they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to live. Very cool. Um, well, thank, thank you. Thank you, so thank you Colton. Thank you for having me on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Colton's Daddyhood podcast to begin streaming on February 21st. Very cool. We look forward to that too. And we'll be back right after this. And that'll do it for us. Next week, we've got Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, me gusta. Plus, actress and comedian Jenny Slate. You say me gusta? Me gusta. All right, also Evan, Rachel Wood, and Darren Chris. Have a great holiday weekend, y'all. See Bye-bye. you next week.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.